welcome back to another exciting episode of Sublime Soul Surrender. I, Cosmos MD, am back as your host with the most special guest I have yet to invite and present to all of you. A family member who I have adored, looked up to ever since I was a young, young child, who was a role model, still is. An oh. epitome of rebellion with sophistication. <laughs> Somebody I love so much. And she has many names. The one that I always used was Shelly. For Shelly also goes by Rachna and also yes. goes by Charlie. Yes. So I am introducing all of these different aspects to your beautiful self, to our community. Shelly, welcome to Sublime Soul Surrender. I'm so happy. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for such a beautiful introduction. And it is my honor to be here and to talk to you and finally see you after so long. And I am ready to be free with you. Tell me, talk to you about anything and everything under the sun. And I'm really excited I'm getting goosebumps. Me too. There's nothing I think more beautiful than to be able to have a family member that's known you your whole life. You have literally known me my whole life because you were Mm -hmm. older than me. Yes. To be be transparent with, to be able to actually have this kind of a conversation so rare. So I really, really want to give you a hug through the screen and say, yay, we're doing this. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks we have to, to call ourselves like the rebellious Kumar Kohli's Opals. I don't know. Opals. We have to come up with some kind of a the, re- the, the rebellious hot chicks. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't go by chick, right? So okay, no, with that. You know, no, no, rebellious souls. I like that RS, but rebellious. <laughs> okay, all right. We're, we're we're introducing ourselves to all of you as the rebellious souls. Oh, I love the rebellious that. souls. I fucking yeah. love that. To yes. all of our family that's listening, because I'm sure you all will at some point, we still yes. love you. Yeah. But we are the rebellious souls. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> true. That is true. That is, uh, yeah. I think that, that you coined it, those two words, rebellious souls. Okay, that's the name of our title for this episode. Yes, rebellious souls. Figured it out. All right, audience, this is how it gets figured out, all right? <laughs> how do I come up with the titles? <laughs> Okay. There's a a big reason why I wanted uh, Shelly. Do you today want me to call you Shelly, Charlie, or Rachna, or anything else? You can call me Shelly because I've always heard you called me Shelly. And the thing is, if you call me Rachna or Charlie, I'll still respond. I will tell you call me that as walking down the road, I'll turn around. So it's it's all good. They're all equal to me. And that's why I wanted to bring Shelly here because she and I both shared this unique of identity and as I said she's been my role model so I actually think you paved the way in a way without you even knowing it for me to step into this and be able Mm -hmm. to be myself and I say this because there are things you don't know that I witnessed as a young girl in your Mm -hmm. way of being that were so influential and I think it's important for people to know how much of an impact you can make on other people's lives without you even knowing it And I'm so grateful that you had always been this person that you have been, which is daring. I'm going to Mm -hmm. use some adjectives here and you tell me how they feel, right? (laughs) Yes. All right. Daring. 
Yes, you've already said the word rebellious, so let's not <laughs> yes. further. But I will say that again, one last one last time in name. Oh, one last <laughs> confident, sharp, yes. super intelligent, gorgeous. Oh, thank you. Yeah, fashionable. Yeah, you have to see, and she's modeling for all of you, and you can't see it. Artistic, very driven. thank you, thank you, thank you. The unique. Very connected to, I have always seen as a kid, very connected uh-huh. to your spirit. Like what you wanted, uh-huh. you knew how to get. That is true. That is so true. What um, It's very hard to put on the face. Like we all finally learn to do it as we grow up. But at that time, it was always like what you are, you just sh- showed it. It there was, I mean, like you see kids, they 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 speak, you know, openly. Their eyes are clear, their energy is clear because they have not been hammered into categories. This is how you should talk. This is how you should walk. This is what you got to wear. So, and I still carry that rebellious. What I'm just gonna, I I keep saying it. I okay, I I still carry that spirit in me. So whenever I try to be someone that that is not me, when I, when, you know, sometimes you're forced to push yourself into a situation, I literally, it's almost like a physical reaction. Mm -hmm. You feel like this inside, like Mm -hmm. the outside skin. And there's this burning sensation and you're like inside your head, your head's going like this inside. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. So, so I think, I mean, I'm, I'm just going on and on right now, but I think that that was something that is very truly important to me still is just be, be who you are. Uh, yeah, I guess you have to be polite in some certain stances, but I think that if that's only a certain, like, um, what's the right word? Um, like, a, I would just say like society politeness, you're not going to, you know, but um, I think that 99 or like even 100% of the time, just be who you are and don't be a, a apologetic of who you are. You know, I think that that's really important to me. And I love that. I love that you're saying this and I have so many questions to ask you that yeah. um, feed into the truth that's deep inside of all of what you just said, which uh-huh. is how hard it is to be in society mm-hmm. that expects you to be another way. Exactly. So I'd like to go back in time and mm-hmm. take us to maybe the eighties when yeah. I witnessed you really stepping in to who you were at a time and in a country. So in India specifically. Yes. For audience, yes. Mm-hmm. When girls did not speak up. I mean, still till today, girls are not really allowed to speak up as much as men are Uh in India. And that's not typical in every family, but it's the general standard. But at that time, for sure, it was chupruho, which means for everybody that doesn't speak Hindi, be quiet, don't speak up. But you did not do that. And that's why I'm so grateful to you. And I'm getting goosebumps and I'm sweating when I say this because I really mean it. I really fucking mean it. You have been like a guru where I, as a young oh my girl, God. did not speak up as much as I wanted to. I always created an environment of peacefulness and happiness around me. Mm-hmm. I know that. 
but I yes. didn't always say anything because I didn't want to do conflict when I was younger until I yes. was old enough to say, uh, no, I don't like it, but it took me a long time. I'd like yes. to ask you, mm-hmm. how did you find that strength at a time and in a country where it mm-hmm. was not the convention? I think I got my strength from my parents. My parents were always, I mean, yeah, I was born in India. I went to the States when I was a little kid. I stayed there till I was eight or nine. So it was, thank you. My husband's got me some wine. Cheers. 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 Thanks, Manu. Um, (laughs) Thank you. So, um, but um so i was exposed to that that society when you're nine you're you're pretty big like you know i watched bugs bunny i watched ultraman i you know i was i was very free my parents gave me the freedom to be who i you know was at that time am till today and i just think being a leo yeah. That's just a uh, true Leo. Um, it was very hard to, let's say, tame the lion. Uh, <laughs> it was, um, yeah. So I, I just had that inner energy and my parents, both mom and dad, uh, they said, you are our, our girl and our boy because I'm the only child. And they always pushed me or sort of, and not pushed would be the wrong word, encouraged me to try new things, see new things, go there, see this movie. And it very un- unconventional because I guess my my dad, he did his um his education was he did his architecture from IIT and that was actually based on a from American uh so I think he saw that like you know women you know that whole exposure and he said you know what I'm not gonna let my daughter just sit around and just be the yes ma'am, you know? And uh, so that, I would say that that's from where it started. And me also being who I am and that spirit, it was like this, you know, that meeting. And I just started doing whatever I wanted to do. And yes, there were times where I got in trouble and stuff like that because I would always push the envelope and I would always try the next thing. And I think, I think a lot of us do that because, you know, we're human beings. Um, But that gave me strength. And also it gave me the confidence that no matter what, my parents have my back and they'll always be there for me. No. And I was like, when I went to India, the society was at that time, it was a big culture clash. When I went back on when I was nine, I went to school. I went to a good school. I got admitted. Somehow I didn't know the language at all. And I think because of the way I, I my accent was, I didn't know the language. I was an alien, literally an alien, like she's come from outer space. <laughs> and um, I think that, that I guess that was, I put my little bit of a protection around me, like being tough. Like, mm-hmm. okay, if you don't want to be friends with me, that's okay. Mm-hmm. I got my own thing going. So, so that pushed me and, um, it was not easy. I will tell you the truth. It was hellish to fight a society that was, uh, male oriented and is still 
to quite an extent and um, being ostracized because you were different. And I, I had, my parents had, you know, they, they backed me up. So I sort of put that sort of protection around me, but it was not the easiest path. And i somehow did go through it, but heck man, it was. Well, that's the question. First off, I want to say uh, thank you. Thank you for a sharing the stuff mm-hmm. of your truth, but also for more importantly, being yourself and creating this space that we can have this conversation right now, because I want mm-hmm. to ask you a question for our listeners. Not yeah. everybody has that family backing. Yes. So imagine fast forward 2022, mm-hmm. imagine you are a young person in today. Yeah. And so everybody knows that Shelly has two children and yeah. both of them are in the United States and have been raised in the United States and are very independent thinkers. But I'd like you to imagine that they didn't have, or you are young right now and you don't have that kind of family system, yet you're the same personality and you would like to be able to break free and be yourself. Do you have, from your lived experience, Mm -hmm. guidance that can help people support themselves when they are not wanting to conform to society's norms and rules, right? Yeah, yeah. When you want to honor their individuality, you want to honor who they are. Yeah. When you recognize everybody is unique and everybody has their own special passion and special identity. Mm -hmm. What framework could you give them where they could see that it's possible for them to be themselves, even though they may not have family support like you did? Well, it's tough, but there you can only do so much. I would seek out you know, start having your own little community that you can depend on. You have a little bit of a social gathering, you know, I think that's important. I want to bring up something that I think would be helpful for people because there's no background here to this question. People don't really know what I'm thinking about. Okay. I'm going to put you on the spot. All right. And you tell me if you don't want to answer this. Sure. But when you were young, Mm -hmm. You were slated to marry somebody. Yeah. And instead of marrying that person, you chose to marry your current husband, who you've been married to for several decades. Mm -hmm. Yes. I will not forget how that made the family respond. I have no idea how your friends responded. I don't Mm -hmm. know how your community responded. I Mm -hmm. would love to know if you're comfortable talking about this. Mm -hmm. And if so. Yes, I am. Okay. That's really great. Thank you. Will you mm-hmm. share what that felt like for you in your body and around you? I cannot imagine that was an easy thing to go through. Was it as difficult as I saw from the outside? Because that example may resonate with people that are listening. If they find themselves doing something that's the opposite of maybe what was expected or what you were meant to do. And then you having to deal with the backlash of what fell out. I I, I sort of just put like, uh, put my foot down. I said, if I'm going to spend the rest of my life with somebody, I want to spend it with someone that I love, that I respect. And if my reasoning to myself, my parents, and I would say to to others, you're brought up with all sorts of decisions, right? I mean, that's that's the that's what I'm assuming that your parents 
bring you up and say, okay, we, we, you know, so you get mature, you make the right decisions, wrong decisions, whatever it may mean, but you're built up on decisions, right? Now you're an adult. If you still can't make this decision in your life, then why did you bring me up? If, I, if you're going to still treat me like a child and I don't know what's good for me, that's, that's, that's a no-go. Whether the decision that I'm making you see is wrong, I still need to make that. Mm. I still need to learn from my decisions, not your decisions, because no matter what, it's going to affect me and I will learn from it. But if you tell me something, uh, I'm probably not going to learn from it. You're, you're sort of like stopping the growth yes. of a person when you are feeding them, but not teaching them how to fish. Right. So that's what I think good parenting is, oh is teach, teach your kids how to fish. Yeah. Don't feed them. You'll, you'll feed them to a certain point and they're like, you know what? Now, whatever decisions you take, you you make them. You're an adult. That's what the whole point is. We're just um, this. This life is about you. Your life is what that's what I that's what I would say is that this is my life. And I would love it if you would support it because. You know. I'm a part of you. You're a part of me, but you know, then, but that's also letting go and let a human being grow. They, you need to have your roots and you need to be able to grow up and branch out and not have somebody holding your branches and making sure you don't wobble. That's not how you grow. Right. Totally fucking beautifully said. Amazing. My question to you, how hard was it to do at that time? It was pretty hard. I did face some backlash. But uh, it was not so much as what I expected because when I, because I was brought up with that way, like, okay, you're going to make your decisions. You're going to do, and you know, this is Shelly. She, she, she doesn't really conform. Yes, she's go to she's, this is, uh, she doesn't really conform. Um, there was sort of like, you know, like the, the usual, like, oh, you, you know, this and that. But when I sat down and I spoke with my parents, it was it was not that bad as what I expected. But that was because my parents were also very different. But uh, we all see that it can be so extreme and it becomes more about it's an ego. It's an ego uh, situation that I, I must like like th- that typical like the parents must be revered i mean yes but they must be listened to and you cannot go against our wishes i think that is more egoistic it doesn't really you're you're really looking at your own needs and not your kids needs and they're not a kid actually they're an adult so respect i respect thank you to vinabua and ramesh uncle for oh, yes. creating this beautiful path that you Aww. have been able to seriously. After we're done talking, I'm picking up the phone to say thank you to them. Oh, I'm they're going to love it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to love it. She's still, she's still the rebellious. She comes there. And she's, well, yeah. we're doing this really <laughs> I, I mean, I wanted, I invited Shelly to come mm-hmm. onto this show for so many reasons. And the biggest, biggest reason is that she represents Indian female strength that I want people to hear and to also know that 
you don't need to follow a path that was created by somebody else. You Mm -hmm. create your own, but also that you can change your mind and you can become an adult and make new names for yourself because you were not raised with the name Charlie. Yes, you Mm -hmm. were raised with the name Rachna and Shelly, but that Mm -hmm. also brings out another level of identity for you, which on another episode, I would love to talk to you about and maybe share that story with with the audience. Yeah. You and I have that in common. Mm -hmm. And I think whether, whatever your gender identity is, whatever your sexual expression is, it, at the end of the day, we are all human beings that have this temporary time period and we're expecting things from ourselves and others expect things from ourselves. And we can get caught in this big spider web of why we do what we do. And if we just pause for a second and I'm going to re- reflect something that you said, because I think it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I need to learn how to make my own decisions. I need yeah. to make So taking that further, I need to live my own life. I need Mm -hmm. to be able to sleep in the bed that I made. There's so much wisdom in that. I just want to say thank you. I hope everybody that's listening can resonate with the truth that's coming out of Shelly's mouth as a mother, as a woman who has lived in several countries over a few decades and has had some serious lived experience about being different has successfully been able to raise two incredible children and keep this beautiful marriage going with the person that she decided to marry when everybody else thought she was marrying somebody else. There's so much to Mm -hmm. be celebrated in that and has a career and is in a family that adores her. There's so much to be said about that. So thank you. I just want to say thank you. Thank you for again everything you've brought to my life. And now well, thank you. To the whole world that listens to Sublime Soul Surrender. All right. <laughs> thank you. I am I am having a great time talking to you. Um it, it's like soul connection. And um yeah, I I, I want to talk more, but I know you have too. Well, I just don't want the <laughs> community to fall asleep at the end of the conversation. I know, I know. As as inspiring and amazing as this will continue to be, and you and I will continue our conversation, I yeah. know that listening of a podcast becomes tiresome after a while, and mm-hmm. you just want to come back for more. So I want to give a little bit of anticipation here. For yes. The future. We're going to yes. dance a little carrot and say, come back. Listen. Yeah. Come now back. and return. There's more to hear. There's more to talk There's about. There's more to hear. Yes. And if you want to send us any questions, if you have any comments, please do. We would love and welcome anything that you have to share with us. As long as it's Definitely. kind. Please don't send us anything. <laughs> mean. We don't want to receive that. <laughs> but I send all of you, wherever you are in this world, I send you all lots of love. And I hope you have a beautiful morning, afternoon, evening night wherever you are thank you for coming back and listening being a part of this beautiful global community that honors the truth which is really what we represent at sublime soul surrender and shelly thank you so much for thank being you for being god bless you sister i know you my little take care and god bless everyone else enjoy <laughs> <laughs>